Good morning, 735. Bob Rose Show rolling. Greg Cassidy's here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Economy, issues, gun control, Republicans caving in. We'll get to all that. But first, a guy who was actually the mayor of Gainesville, and he is a staunch conservative. Uh, it's hard to believe it really did happen. Ed Braddy joins us right now. Good morning, Ed. How you doing? Good morning, Bob. I'm doing well. Hey, Thanks I heard for having you, me on. Hey, I heard you got some great news. What's uh, what's going on with the local GOP? Well, we got a lot of great news. We have a lot of great candidates. Uh, last week, as every most people know, last Friday was the end of qualifying. So it, it made sure, you know, it, it basically it sealed off all of the races. And, you know, we, we're really proud. We have a lot of conservatives in pretty much all the races. Hey, listen, for the first time ever, we actually have five conservatives running in five different seats for the, get this, Alachua County Soil and Water Conservation Management District. I mean, we have conservatives running for school board, for county commission, for soil and water. Of course, there are conservatives that are running for state house. And uh, there's all all kinds of, you know, we really did a great job, I think, of putting candidates in front of the voters this year. Uh, You will have choices on your August ballot and on your November ballot. And no matter uh, the fact that Democrats have much bigger numbers than Republicans do in the city of Gainesville, for instance, and Alachua County, for that matter, uh, if you're a conservative, you need to show up and vote. And if you're a Democrat who's a little tired of the way things have been and fed up with it, both on the national and the local level, then uh, you need to get out there and, and back a conservative and back, uh, back some change, some stuff that you know is going to make sense, some logical uh, people. For well, instance, could... go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'd say if I could add to that, uh, this is turning out to be a very special uh, a year. Just two weeks ago, we saw where a Republican flipped a Democrat house a seat in Texas that had been held by Democrats for more than 100 years. And that's not an isolated case. I've, we've been tracking this since November 2020, and there have been literally dozens of, of seats all around the country that were historically and reliably blue that have gone red because independents are swinging uh, to to our side on the issues. And, of course, the Biden mess up in Washington is catastrophic at a historical level. And so people are uh, moving in our direction. And so I think the same thing is going to play out here in Alachua County. Well, yeah, if this this trend remains the way it is, and I think it is actually more than a trend, I think people are waking up to the policies of the far left and the push they've made and can't make sense of them at all. So they've, they've uh, uh, turned away from that. Now, um, let me ask you this. Where is the new headquarters for the GOP going to be? Well, I'm glad you asked, Bob. What a, what a great question you teed up for me. We have uh, our new headquarters. It's off of Fort Clark Boulevard. I'm going to read quickly the address, but uh, the best thing to do is to go to our website, alachuarepublicans.com, because on the contact tab is the address. But it's 1722 Northwest 80th Boulevard, Suite 70. And, again, alachuarepublicans.com, you can get the address. But, Bob, we're doing something really special next Thursday. Next Thursday, I want your listeners to mark their calendar at 6.30 p.m. We are having our grand opening of headquarters. 
Um, and we're going to have a super secret guest speaker who is an absolute inspiration for uh, pulling off upset victories and you know, you know, proving that it can be done. Uh, is going to be our uh, guest speaker at, at, at our grand opening. It's at 6.30 p.m. We're going to have hot dogs and hamburgers, and we're going to have a lot of opportunities for people to volunteer to help out, you know. The, the headquarters actually is already being used. The Governor DeSantis' team, uh, the, the regional team, is already set up there. They're already making phone calls. Senator Rubio has a team there, and some of our local candidates have already been utilizing it. But we want our headquarters to be seen as sort of a ground zero for conservatives across the county who want to come in and get yard signs or literature for, for candidates or to, to figure out how they can help, you know, a particular candidate, uh, you know, knock on doors on weekends or something like that. Uh, we're going to have we're going to be a resource hub in that sense. And so we're doing our big kickoff next Thursday at 630 p.m. I think that one of the big things that also is a wake-up call is what they're attempting to do in the city of Gainesville by up-zoning, where, let's say you buy an old 3-2, you can plow it down, and on that same plot of land, you can put up housing for four families and no limit to the size of the family, what you would call a quad. You could put this up in residential areas, and it looks like a lot of the city commissioners are absolutely for it, and... It's going to be devastating to neighborhoods and property values, et cetera. Uh, how familiar familiar are you with that, and uh, and what do you think people are going to do about it? Well, well, Bob, I, I hate to say I'm very familiar with it. I've spent two decades in local politics <laughs> dealing with these high density is is dense thinking, um, you know, progressive. Uh, policymakers. This is an old argument repackaged in a new frame. It's the stack and pack, you know, stack and pack population density in the hopes that everyone will give up their cars and take the bus. And and we've we've seen it play out since since I got in office in 2002, and and you came to town, and I was talking on your show, and I was you know, going over these numbers of of how many units per per acre and all this stuff and why none of this makes sense. It's still the same, but now they, they've packaged in this feel-good, well, this is for affordable housing and inclusion and stuff like that. But ultimately, Bob, it comes down to that urban planners who think that they know best how you and your neighbors should live their lives, and they think that you should be crowded into uh, as close quarters as possible so that we can get away from the dreaded automobile. Wow, this is a this is something that you know the far left in the city of Gainesville have been promoting and pushing for, like you said, for decades. And uh, and you talked about city planners. I think you were the guy that turned me on to a guy who wrote a book, Dom Nazi, and said congestion, <laughs> traffic congestion is good. Yeah. It forces people out of their vehicles to use public transportation, ride bicycles, and to walk. I doubt that he ever had to take his kids to a piano recital karate lessons or go to the store and purchase ice cream and then try to get on the bus or ride his bike home no of course he didn't and you know the the it's not just the the road narrowing and 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 all of these things that they promote it's the potholes bob i, I that, a lot of that stuff's by design the wear and tear on your vehicle now combined with high gas prices Believe it or not, there are a lot of people in in our community 
who are secretly very happy about this because they think this might finally be the final straw and we'll all just suddenly start, you know, taking mass transit to get around. And also that means we'll necessarily move into high-density environments. Um, and and you, you mentioned one guy, he wrote a book. There's a lot, there's a lot of that that goes on, unfortunately. That's why we need good leaders elected um, who will take this on, whether it's at the county government or at the city government. So what office are you running for? We need you. Well, speaking of which, boy, I have to say, Bob, you've really got those segues down today. Um, but, yes, I am running as a candidate for the Alachua County Commission District 2, seat currently held by Mary Helen Wheeler. Um, also, we have uh, the governor's appointee, Ramey Eagle Glenn, who, by the way, uh, took her office yesterday. She, uh, she got into the city, uh, or, I'm sorry, the county government and got her office set up, so she's already in. She's running in, in the seat that was held by Mary Alford, who didn't live in her district. Yeah. And, um, and then so, and then of course, Van Elmore is running against Ken Cornell and that's out in that sort of Eastern, um, Southeastern or Western, yeah, part of, part of the County. Um, three good conservatives. Wow. Well, look, everybody's hopes are much higher. We have reason, uh, to be hopeful and we appreciate you spending time with us. Good luck with the grand opening coming up next Thursday and, uh, and you can uh, Google that, Alachua Republicans, right? Yes, AlachuaRepublicans.com. All right. Always a pleasure. It's good to hear from you again. Let's not make it so long next time. Ed Braddy, take care, my friend. Thank you. Bye-bye. 7.45 on the Bob Rose Show. Yeah, Ed Braddy, former mayor of Gainesville. Yes, he is in, in entrenched and has a great understanding and a clarity when it comes to looking at... Uh, Looking at the issues. The wake-up call has been sounded, folks. Now, we've got to act. You're listening to News Talk 97.3, The Sky.